0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Literary Fairy. I'm your host, Alyssa. Welcome to the new year. I feel like I've been saying that so much recently. The last uh, few days, uh, starting off all of my radio shows with Happy New Year. Welcome to the new year. Um, I don't know, feels like I'm a broken record. But yeah, we are uh, in our first show of 2024. I almost said 2023 just then. <laughs> Imagine, I'm like, welcome to 2023. None of that ever happened. Um But yeah, so we are here. I have to bring up my little thing on my phone. There we go, to get ready to talk about today's book. Because when I did um, my last show... We did a reading rewind where. Oh, by the way, I did tell you guys that I would keep an up keep you updated on how many books I ended up reading last year because, at the time of doing the last episode, I was still reading a couple. Um, we ended off with fifty-two books. The um, last two I read was I was reading Let It Snow, which is kind of an anthology type of th- uh, Christmas Eve book that I read every year for Christmas. Um, And I also read Heartstopper Volume 5, which came out last December, which I will eventually talk about the Heartstopper series because I love that series so much. I love the show, I love the books, the graphic novels, all of it. I will talk about the entire series eventually. But when I did my reading, reading, rewind, good Lord, I had to make it a tongue twister. Um, I said that I would like to talk about, well, I said this in general, but I said I would like to talk about books that I liked and ones I didn't like as much because, I mean, you can't just talk about the books that you praise. You know what I mean? If I did that, y'all would think I like every book I read, which is not far off. Usually most books get a four or five stars. I'm not hard to please as a book fan Um, but I decided since I mentioned that in the last show that I would start off uh, 2024 by talking about a book I didn't like as much so the first one that we are going to be talking about of 2024 kicking off the year uh, is The Housemaid by I believe this is how you say her name if I'm incorrect I'm so sorry but by Frida McFadden. so this is the first book in I believe it's a duology I don't think she has written any more in this year. I lied apparently there's one coming out this year um, so it's a trilogy as of um, 2024 Um I read it for a book club that I was in, well, am in, um, with Terry. Terry started a book club last year. We ended up putting it on pause because everything became busy, but we're starting it up again in February. Um, the next book that we're going to be reading is the, the song or the son of Achilles? The song, I believe it, the son. I don't know. I'll, I'll talk about that eventually. I'll get Terry on and we'll talk about the, uh, the book club and stuff too. Um... But the first book that we read was The Housemaid because it was getting a lot of hype online. Um, We did a vote with everybody involved in the book club, and that was the one that won. And unfortunately, I was very much not a fan of the book. I believe it got... um, What's the average review? The average rating as of right now on Storygraph is 4.17 stars. So... A lot better than what I would have given it. I gave it three stars, and that was like a generous three stars. That's because the second half of the book like, kind of saved it for me. Kind of. We'll get into it. But um, the non-spoilery review of the book or the non-spoiler synopsis is it's about a woman, a young woman named Millie who is looking for a job because she has just gotten out of prison and she is on parole, and she needs to get a job. Otherwise, she could end up back in prison. And she ends up getting hired by this wealthy family called the Winchesters, who um, um, they take her in as a housemaid. They tell her that she can live... Um, In their house, in their attic, they said, they say there's this attic, uh, that she can live in, which is perfect because she's a, she's been living out of her car since getting out of prison and like not really having a job and everything. Um, and then the book is labeled as a thriller, so obviously there's more than meets the eye with, um, the Winchester family, namely, uh, with Nina, and there's more than meets the eye with Millie as well because that is actually in the, um, description of the book it's like the the last line of the description on the back is like they don't know what i'm capable of so in premise it is a um it's a good it's a good it's an interesting premise because but the thing the thing is and we're going to get into a little bit of spoilers now so i am going to put a little warning out there that if you have not read the book and you have any interest in it read it before you listen to this <laughs> also i also want to say a disclaimer that don't just take my my word for, like, book. And don't take... If you, like, like book review podcasts or, like, YouTube channels or anything like that, um, do not um, take just their recommendations or their reviews. You know what I mean? Because sometimes, like, there's been books on... Um, book talk that are super popular that I've read that I have not liked there have been books that people will give bad reviews to that I will really like it's mainly up to yourself it's mainly up to whatever you enjoy reading um your own opinions like that goes for like literally anything in media but I do want to say going into this um the fact that I'm saying I didn't like it the fact that I'm saying I gave it three stars don't just go by what I said, <laughs> what I'm saying. Um, if you have any interest in this book upon hearing the synopsis for it, I am going to tell you to go out and, and read it for yourself and make up your own review. But anyway, so um, we are going to get into the spoiler territory, so if you do want to read this book, you may want to click off now. If you have no interest or you have read the book, let's keep going. So um, I'm trying to remember the names of... Some of the characters because you have um, hold on um, where where is this gonna let me? Because you have um, you have Millie. Millie is like one of the main characters because one of the things that the book does is that about midway through the book it switches to Nina's point of view. So um, you have Millie as the first main character, Nina as the other one. Um, you have side characters um, which is like Nina's husband which is who I'm trying to remember the name of because I feel like it's Adam, but I cannot tell you for sure, so that's what I'm trying to find. I didn't... Um get the time to write a script for this episode like I usually do so I am just more so talking off the top of my head the thoughts I had while reading the book and from what I remember and everything oh it's already up here we go so let me see I'm currently on Goodreads trying to find the name I'm thinking his name was Adam but I don't 100% remember and Goodreads it's taking five million years to load so we'll get to it eventually um yeah, so I'm going to start with my biggest problem with this book, which was the marketing for it, essentially. Um, when you see the cover of the book, it is this blue background that is like, kind of has like the wood indents type of thing, trying to look like a door. And there's a keyhole with someone looking through it. And um, the tagline is, from behind closed doors, she sees everything. And then when you... Um, when you read the back of the book, you read the like the description on the back, there's one thing, um, the, the last paragraph on the actual like description on the book is, I only try on one of Nina's pristine white dresses once just to see what it's like, but she soon finds out and by the time I realize my attic bedroom door only locks from the outside, it's far too late. So to me, it sounded like this book was going to be about, um, Millie gets hired, um, Nina is like, you know, she's rich, she's kind of like the prissy rich, uh, woman looking down on her help. Um, I kind of suspected like, oh, something's going to happen where for some reason she's going to try on one of Nina's dresses, maybe Nina's going to get jealous, Nina's going to lock her in the attic, and then Millie has to find out how to get out of the attic and that is not what happened. What happens is like kind of interesting, but I don't like the way that it's be cuz okay. The twist, the twist I do understand why they couldn't market it and like cuz you would give away the twist. But it markets so much in regards to the door, in regards to the door that locks from the outside. The the fact that she gets locked in. You get I would say a little over halfway through the book before Millie gets locked in the attic. And then that's when we switch to Nina's point of view. And then when we get back to Millie's point of view, um, she's, she's in the attic for maybe one chapter, a chapter and a half. Because, and the thing is, is like the attic is a big deal in the book. Um, I'm going to say right now as well, I'm going to say some content warnings. Um, the book does feature heavily domestic abuse and, um, what was the other thing I said? It was, dom- it, it, it does heavily feature domestic abuse in the book, so I would highly recommend, um, maybe clicking off if that's going to be a little bit triggering. Um, But the reason why the attic is a big deal in the book is because when you switch to uh, Nina's point of view, you realize that her husband is actually uh, abusing her. And the way that he does it is that if she does something that he doesn't like, he will lock her in the attic. The attic only locks from the outside. He will put her in the attic, he will lock her there, and he will make her do something um, in order to get out. So, like, the first time that she has this happened to her, he sees that she has not dyed her roots, Uh, like her hair is blonde and, uh, or like bleach blonde or something, and her roots are this brown color, Uh, so she starts letting her roots grow out, he gets angry about it, he locks her in the attic and tells her to pick, like, I think it's like somewhere between 50 and 100 hairs out of her scalp. And at first she's like, haha, funny joke. And then he's like refusing, like leaves her up there, like no food, no water, no bathroom, nothing, just leaves her there. And, um, and then when she does it, he's like, oh no, I want like the entire hair. I want to see your scalp, all of it, like all this stuff. And she has to do it again. So the attic does play a, a big part in the book because it is like, that's where he puts Anina. Um, when he's abusing her. That's where they, like, when Nina hires Millie, she purposely puts Millie in the attic so that, um, that her husband can't put her there anymore. And then when Millie gets locked in the attic, it's because of the husband, which we will get to that eventually as well. Um, so it is a big deal. I just didn't like that the way it was marketed was like, that Millie was going to spend so much time in the attic, essentially, because, like I said, it takes more than half of the book for her to finally be put in the attic, and then, um, then we switch to Nina's point of view where Nina explains just how much of a monster her husband really is, and then she get, and then when we switch back to Nina's point of view, she's not in the attic for all that long. So that was one of my major gripes. Um, my other big thing was that to read the book was such a slog. I was having so much difficulty getting through it. The main reason that I got so far into the book was because I started reading it around the time that I had COVID. So when I got COVID, I was in isolation. Um, I was trying to do like, you know, trying to pass the time while staying in my room, not really talking to anybody or anything. So I was reading a lot. So I, I read this book, but it was so difficult to get through. And then um, I went on a trip to Cornerbrook to be with my partner for a week. And, you know, on the ride out, I read it. And then while I was at his place, I was reading it. And I think it was on the ride out was when I finally got to Nina's point of view. And I read Nina's chat first chapter. And I remember texting Terry, who was also having difficulty reading it. And I was like, it gets good, but it takes more than half of the book to get good. Which is like... it's That's like, if you cannot... I, I pushed through it for the sake of the book club, but if I had not been doing the book club, I probably would have uh, DNF'd, which is do not finish. I would have... Uh, or did not finish, sorry. I would have DNF'd it way, way before I got to the good parts. Um, because a lot of what I was reading, I was like, I didn't like Nina's character told through Millie's point of view because she was annoying. I didn't like... Um, I didn't like that it was so predictable because I knew from the second that like Millie makes a comment about how attractive Nina's husband is. I was like, oh, so him and Nina or him and Millie are going to get together. And I was like, that's going to be the catalyst to her getting locked in the attic is that Nina's going to get jealous. She's going to lock her in the attic, which I was wrong about that. But I was right about like, she liked him. They started getting close. She ends up, uh, they end up, sleeping together while he's still with nina so he ends up cheating on nina with millie and then he ends up kicking nina out which all ends up being part of nina's plan, which is wild, like reading Nina's chapters, her plan she fleshes it out, she's like, I'm looking for a housemate that I can put in the attic and then she specifically picks Millie because Millie has a criminal record and what Millie's criminal record is is that she killed somebody who was trying to assault one of her friends and then um, when like, she was caught, she went to trial, the friend who was, like, almost being assaulted, um, testified against her, so she went to prison for 10 years for killing somebody. Um, So uh, Nina finds this out and Nina's like, oh, perfect. She's young. She's pretty. She'll take my husband. I want to call him Andrew. I think it's Andrew. Um, She's like, uh, Millie's young. She's pretty. She'll take Andrew's attention. And then clearly she can handle her own against men like this, so I feel fine putting her in this situation. I feel fine letting the temptation happen. But I'm like, it's a lot of convolution in that plan. Like, putting her in the attic, like hiring someone, putting someone in the attic, perfect, makes sense. It's going to keep you out of the attic. Um, having this person and then you treating this person so terribly in hopes of, like, upsetting your husband so that your husband... Because, like, that's her whole thing. Is she's like, oh, I'm trying to upset him so that he'll, like, divorce me, he'll kick me out, whatever. Kind of makes sense. I mean, she's been trying for years and it hasn't been working, so I'm like, mm. But the thing that really, that, like, it's, it's, I don't know, it's the, um, I don't even know where this train of thought's going. Um, so, yeah, like, I, I, I can't even, like, I can't even word right now. But, yeah, so... Millie gets put in the attic. We go through Nina's point of view of like everything that her husband has put her through. And then when we go back to Nina, or when we go back to Millie, um, the husband is trying to put her through another one of his tests, essentially showing his true colors very early on. Because this is like days after they slept together. This is like a day or two after Nina has left. The house has been kicked out. Um, hello? Sorry. Um, so he puts her in the attic and she does what he wants her to do. And then she finds out that Nina has hidden pepper spray in the attic. So she's like, oh, Nina is looking out for me, even though she left me with this monster of a husband of hers, which is a whole other thing. Um, so when he lets her out, she pepper sprays him and she locks him in the attic and she leaves him there until he starves. To de- I believe that's what it was. I, he, she leaves him there until he starves to death. And then, um, and then this is another, like, such another stretch that they do is that in order to get Millie, like, off from killing him, Nina comes back. Nina's like, you get out of here. You already have a record. I don't. I'll take the blame. Like, if I have to go away, I'll have to go away. Which makes no sense because, like, she has a young daughter from a previous relationship that she's, like, like... She's like, oh, I guess I'll give this up for this stranger that I put in danger of my husband that I knew would probably kill him. Um, So she does that. She leaves. (laughs) No, I'm not going to get into that. Anyway, so she she does that. Millie runs. She goes. She has the police come in and essentially tells the police, like, oh, yeah, like, um, I didn't know he was up there. I thought he was gone away. And then I guess he locked himself in and he starved. So you, you're kind of you kind of think while reading it, you're like, oh, Nina's gonna end up going to prison, which sucks because she just got away from her abuser and everything. And then the cop that is there, that is investigating her husband's death, ha- just so happens to be the father of Andrew's ex-fiance who Nina mentions earlier on in the book. He, she says, like, oh, uh, like Andrew used to be engaged before they broke up. I can't find her on anything. I can't track her down because she's trying to, like, track this girl down to talk to her about Andrew's abuse, and she can't find this girl anywhere. So this cop who comes to investigate Andrew's death is like, you know, uh, my daughter used to be engaged to this guy, and ever since their engagement, she has not been the same and then he just lets he just lets Nina get away with well let's Millie but he doesn't know it's Millie but he lets both of them get away with it and that's so convoluted that for the like the little coincidence fairy descended upon Nina and was like here this cop is going to be the father of the other woman that Andrew abused you are free which i guess they had like no other way to get Nina out of it so i don't like i don't know and then what they do with Millie is that Millie gets another job interview as a housemaid, and the woman tells Millie, like, oh, my, I, I was talking to Nina Winchester. She gave you a good review. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Which is essentially like, essentially, and then it, it, it's not even like hinted. It's very clearly stated that this woman who is interviewing Millie is also being abused and also wants Millie to kill her husband. I'm just like, what? <laughs> like, so the book ends because, like I said, it is a trilogy. The book ends with Millie essentially becoming a like hit woman, being hired by abused women to kill their husbands. And I didn't like that. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. Like, because the way that they describe Millie um, killing the first guy that she killed, the guy who was abusing her friend, is that they say that. Um, Like, she attacked him to get him off of her. And then she just repeatedly kept hitting him until he died. That she was, like... I think one of the descriptions was something about, like, oh, she lost control. She was, like, a different person. Like, something like that. So this woman, who they kind of hint that she's not all right in the head. So, like, yes, she, she is killing, like, abusers. But she is already, like, kind of not okay in the head. According to, like, you know... Her, I'm pretty sure. Um, They're making her, like, this femme fatale, like... And that's kind of how I knew I didn't want to read the rest of the the next book, too. Which, by the way, apparently there's controversy around the next book. But I don't know what that is, so I'm not going to talk about it. Um, Which is when I knew I didn't want to read the next book, because I was like, oh, she's going to just be a murderess for hire. And that's going to get old. (laughs) So, yeah did not like it. I gave it a 3 star again just for that ending cuz when they switched up with Nina, it put a whole extra star on there. I was like, "Oh, oh, this is getting good." It just sucks that it took like more than half the book for it to get good. Um so yeah, that is my review on um the the Housemaid. Um like I said in the top of the show, don't take my word as possible (laughs) like you can form your own opinions you can have your own opinions if you liked the book like that's fine i'm not gonna judge you for it i do know in the book club there was a lot of people who did i think like most of us did or most of them did not us because i didn't um but yeah there's that review um i guess i will just do the end of show plugs and um and and peace out of here so um i guess we'll start with the social media follow the literary fairy online um on facebook facebook.com slash literary fairy chmr and at the literary underscore fairy on instagram the literary fairy is also a podcast you can either listen to it on acast.com or you can find us on spotify find us hello when did I become multiple people? You can find me on Spotify, I guess. Um, Just type in the literary, literary, oh my gosh, the literary fairy on Spotify, and you will find it there. You can listen to all the past episodes there. If you miss an episode, you can just, it'll be up within the next week or so, um, for the next one. I didn't think that the one before Christmas was going to be uploaded because I did it live on CHMR and it is there now. So if you would like to listen to my reading rewind, um, then you can. Once again, it is, um, acast.com or on Spotify. I do have the acast link on the Facebook page so you can uh, go to the Facebook page and find it there. The Facebook page, I also, and the Instagram page, I will upload, um, little, little, like, teasers or whatever you want to call it of what I will be talking about, um, on future episodes. So if you want to keep up to date with any of that stuff, um, you can do it on the Facebook and Instagram. Facebook.com slash literary fairies and at literary, sorry, Facebook.com slash literary fairy, and at the literary underscore fairy on Instagram. I will also plug my other radio shows real quick because I have two other ones on CHMR. We have the Outlet Hour every Tuesday from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m., which I co-host with my friend Terry. And I have the Great Canadian Power Hour every Wednesday from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Both of those shows are music-based shows, so it is an hour of music and then like me and Terry talking during the Outlet Hour and then just me during the Great Canadian Power Hour. There is social media for The Outlet Hour, there is facebook.com slash The Outlet Hour, and there is at The Outlet Hour on Instagram. Um, so if you want to, you know, hear more of me, you can check me out on CHMR three times a week. Well, three times every other week, because the literary fairy is a bi-weekly thing. But, you know, you can check me out Tuesdays and Wednesdays every week, and then every other week you got me on Thursdays. Um so I think that's it I don't know what I will be doing for the next episode yet I do know that I'll, I you know I might I might go back to um finish talking about the um the girl's guide to murder trilogy because I did the first book and then I just kind of left it hanging so I might do that one before I jump into doing the Heartstopper series who knows if there's anything you would like to hear me talk about any books or anything book related, book news um, controversies in the book world um, uh, book to screen adaptations because the Percy Jackson uh, TV series is currently airing so once that airs completely I will probably watch it and then talk about it on the show Um, but if there's anything you want to hear me talk about you can also leave that on the Facebook page uh, or the Instagram page and I will likely talk about it so i think that's it you know what i'll end this episode a little bit early because i have nothing else to talk about here i will see you guys um in two weeks or if you want to listen to any of my other shows i will see you next week um happy new year once again i hope you all had a safe and happy holidays and i cannot wait for whatever the new year is going to bring so yeah uh i guess that's it and goodbye